This, 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 this is mythical. Hey there, hot doggers. We're going to do something a little bit different today. So we're actually going to be introducing you to a brand new podcast that's been out for a couple weeks uh, from a familiar face. It is Trevor Talks Too Much, hosted by Mythical Kitchen's own Trevor Everts. That's right, guys. So the whole point of the podcast is uh, Trevor needs friends his own age. And he interviews people from, you know, TikTok, influencers, uh, YouTube, all over the place. We're simply too old for him. Uh, We don't get his references. He doesn't get our references. (laughs) And so, yeah, we started pairing him up uh, with other people. Yeah, he has some great people like Morgan Drake's Coffee, Myth, and the most recent one is one with Alex Warren, where he talks about some very, very interesting things. Yeah, and so you can actually hear some of those interesting things they talked about. We're actually going to be plugging in a large chunk of his episode in there that we thought was really interesting and we thought you might want to hear about, because frankly, it's cool to hear other perspectives, uh, especially on food. Alex talks about the future of food and like Mm -hmm. all the different diets that he's tried, which to me is really fascinating as someone who's been on like every diet in the world. same. Yeah, I just think it's an interesting perspective and it's kind of cool. They become fast friends, which I think is sweet. It's kind of like how you and I became fast friends. Yeah, it's interesting to see that dynamic play out with other people. You know, we're out there. We're we're rooting for Trevor. We're rooting (laughs) for Alex. Uh, You'll see their friendship and their dynamic really explode on the screen that you listen to with your ears. Yeah, I've always told Trevor like after the podcast, you know, get their number, get their contact info, like make this a friendship that'll last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he does that with Alex and all his other guests too. That way he can like stop hitting me up every week and be like, hey man, hey, want to go doing? to Shabu Shabu? And I'm like, listen, I don't... Yeah, he does that I with don't me too. Love, you know, it's cool. <laughs> anyway, so enjoy this clip of the episode of Trevor Talks Too Much with Alex Warren. We'll see y'all not now. Do you think Do you think time travel will... Because I, I think about this a lot. Do you think time travel will ever be invented in our lifespan? And I don't think so for this n- near fact. If time travel had been invented... From the time I am here to the time I die, I feel like I'd run into myself. Yeah. I think about it for a second. Old me would, or older me would come and see me now. And I'd be like, okay, I know time travel exists. But like that scares me that I don't think time travel exists because I haven't seen myself unless it ha- hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I, um, I think that that might be an argument for why time travel might never get invented. You know what I mean? Like, I will, don't know. It, will it ever be a thing? Because if it, if it w- if it has been invented at some point in the future, wouldn't we have already seen evidence of that in some way? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't th- I, maybe there is evidence of it? Maybe we just don't know there's evidence of it because yeah, unlike they're movies, so good at it. they're really good at it, and they you know stay on the down low and don't screw everything up. But I don't know. I, it's something that. What if they fuck up and then time travel back to fix the fuck up too? Dude, I don't know. Okay, it's there's too many layers here. I hope it does, but I think you're right. I don't think it'll be invented in our time. I mean, we don't even have self-drive. We barely have self-driving cars. Like, I know, but listen to ourselves. Like 30 years ago, they just, or like 60 years ago, they had just invented like half. Wasn't the phone created in, like uh, the smartphone created in 2001, 2003? Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I mean, the fir- we- first iPhone was invented in 2003. Now it has facial recognition, fingerprint scanning, and you can pay for things off of your phone. Yeah. Okay, but like what what would be the... I have a watch that I can pay for shit. I literally slap my watch onto a goddamn screen and all of a sudden money is exiting my bank account. Uh, <laughs> it's true. But I mean, that is feels like a very small step in comparison to literally traveling through time. You know what? And I'll give you that. I think we should send letters through time first. Yeah. 
I um, what do you think would be the method? Because it's kind of always different in movies. Like sometimes, oh, you travel through a wormhole, and then other times it's a machine that for some reason works and can send you back through time. Do you think it would be more of like a, a space thing? Like something happens in space, and people get sent through time. I feel like that's an Elon Musk question. I feel like it'd be like, I don't know. I feel like it definitely, definitely be moon rocks or something. Not moon rocks, but like something you find in space. Yeah. Just think about it. Space is so fucking massive yeah. and we don't know anything about it. And it's like, I feel like if time travel was to exist, they would like went up there, they grabbed some like weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> And they bring it back and somehow they make something out of it. I, 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 dude, I don't know half the, how half the things in life happen. Like, to be honest, it, it's crazy. I don't think any time travel will ever happen until we have every single McDonald's ice cream machine working again. Yeah. But that, that'll, that'll happen completely after time travel, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll invent time travel to fix the ice cream machines. The, That's what I'm thinking. The day that time travel is invented, they're, the McDonald's is going to get a hold of it and they're going to be like, Go back in time, fix all the ice cream machines so that we can start profiting. So on the day right. that all the ice cream machines are fixed, that's when we'll know. We'll be like, well, whoever <laughs> is the CEO of McDonald's, they must have figured out time travel because of how much money they've been losing on ice cream over the years. Exactly. I, that's the, I mean, hey. They're I actually would, not broken and they just, uh, there's been many employees that have admitted they just don't want to clean them. Yeah. Wow. That's fair though. I've had to clean ice cream machines before and it sucks. <laughs> it's not a fun task. Not at all. So I mean That's crazy. That's crazy. The conspiracy thickens. Thanks, Jamie. Now I'm gonna be thinking about it all day. <laughs> yeah, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna be upset when a McDonald's works like it's not broken. I'm like, I'll clean it myself to get a McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I want ice cream. I got a vanilla frosty from Wendy's last night. Um, Cause I got a chocolate frosty from Wendy's like a, a couple weeks ago and mm-hmm. I was kind of wanted to do a little test. I was like, okay, which one do I like more? And I, the chocolate is far superior. Really? I, I'm lactose intolerant, so I haven't tried a lot of things, but when I do get dairy, it's mostly time to tweet more. Yeah. no 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 i i genuinely speaking i I am lactose intolerant but i feel like everyone is a little bit and for me it's like i i will get i will i will put up with whatever i have to endure just to have a nice like a nice time yeah you know eating eating something yeah are you a lactate enjoyer do you take lactate no i think if you're gonna i think if you're gonna send it you just send it i don't think you need yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, my dad had a friend uh, who um was gluten intolerant, and he would do right. this thing where like every couple months he would just have his day, um, where he just ruined his body. So he'd order like an entire pizza, just eat a crap ton of gl- like he was seriously gluten intolerant. Like, and he would just for the next like three days afterward just be shitting his brains out, just. It's like a natural weight loss too. Yeah. Like who needs the gym when you're lactose intolerant and have access to Dairy Queen? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I kind of wish I was intolerant because I don't really have any allergies or anything like that. But I sometimes part of me wishes I could experience something that way where it's like, I love this thing so much that I'm willing to put myself through immense pain <laughs> and torture in the bowels just to enjoy it. Like, I, I don't feel like I could ever have that much love for something because I don't have, and maybe that's, you know, insensitive of maybe you just say. haven't lived how old are you 22 yeah i'm 21 yeah. so i I, th- I think there's much more life we can live and much more uh toilet breaks we can take yeah for sure 
This number two shall pass. I saw that in the office bathroom. The this entire podcast is going to be about pooping. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not against it. It's kind of a theme. I like to talk about pooping. Uh, I know. It's a great thing to talk about. I think it should be normalized. Your producer's going to be like, okay, so uh, Trevor and Alex talk too much. Yeah, Trevor and Alex talk too much. And then in parentheses, about poop. That's, yeah, that's the name yeah. of the episode. Yeah, that's the title of the yeah. episode. <laughs> well, I love it. To move past pooping, karaoke. The next, yes. the obvious next jumping point. Um, I have it in here, my fact sheet that Jamie wrote for me, that your go-to karaoke song is The Climb by Miley Cyrus. Oh, it's the best, it's the best karaoke song in the world. I, I mm. haven't had, I haven't had the fortunate um, experience to, you know, do a lot of karaoke. My roommate, Michael, is, uh, has this massive fascination with karaoke, something yeah. that I, I don't know, I think, yeah, there's his thumb. Um, I, I haven't, um, I haven't really had the pleasure of kind of, having a good karaoke experience. I'm very stage fright, which is something funny for a musician to say, but I, um, yeah, I'm, my goal is to evidently get more comfortable and more comfortable singing in front of people and in front of, uh, big groups and kind of, um, being able to uh, shine in the climb and make Miley proud. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm the same way. I have always loved, I did theater and stuff and choir in high school. Um, even though I've gotten a lot more confident since then, and I feel like I wouldn't have stage fright, but I don't know. I turned 21 during the pandemic, like during the first year of the pandemic and most karaoke places in LA, I feel like the good ones at least are like 21 and over. And so I haven't ever been able to really do karaoke other than like stuff with my friends where, you know, you're at a friend's place, but I haven't like been able to go out to like a karaoke bar or anything like that. And I really I still don't do to. karaoke. I, I, I still haven't done karaoke with my friends. That's how like, that's how bad my stage fright is. Oh no. You can get over, which is funny because I've done a, I've done a concert and I've done all this stuff and like getting on a stage. Once you're on the stage, yeah. it's something different. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been like on a stage in front of people, but it's almost as if it all goes away. Like yeah. it, when when you get on there, it's like nothing else matters, and and you see the people and they're like, I don't know. It's, it's such a surreal feeling that I feel like everyone at one day should just like talk in front of a big crowd or or do something like that. It's it's just it's kind of a it's like a, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. I mean, even doing videos for like Mythical Kitchen, it was something that I hadn't really ever done before. And I feel like I just black out <laughs> when I get up right. and get on camera. Like, I don't remember anything that I say or do at all. You ask me afterward about anything and I'm just like, I don't know. I, I just go up there and I, you know, put on whatever state, like it, I'm being myself. I'm not playing a character, but to some degree I am being more of myself and I just do it. And then I forget about it and they make a video and I'll watch it and I'll be like, oh, that's pretty funny. That's a, that's a good joke. Nice line, Trevor. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched all my podcasts back. I'm like, I don't remember saying that, but good shit, dude. <laughs> in one ear, out the other. But it's like my right. voice. Um, I remember the first time I had a solo in high school and choir. It was for, we were doing the Lion King medley. And it was from... Can you feel the love tonight? And it was like Simba's little solo. Uh, I can't sing it, but I remember doing Attaboy, that. Trev. Yeah, it was like the first time I remember like, you know, we're all on, up on the risers and then I like walked down to the microphone and I don't remember it. I don't even know if it was good. I don't know if anyone was recording it. I don't want to see it, but that was like the first time that I'd ever done something like solo in front of a group of people. And yeah, it was scary beforehand, but then after I did it, I was like, I don't even remember. I think it was good, wow. but I don't remember. Yeah, I black out too. Yeah. But like now that I'm old enough, I can drink. So like super easy to like do karaoke. It's now you're, now you're willingly forgetting it. Yeah, I'm willingly <laughs> forgetting it. And also like will, like there's no there's no stage fright. Um, I'm trying to think of karaoke songs. that I feel like I have a ton in my back pocket that I've been wanting to do. Um, what is um, Never 
by Moving Pictures, song from the original Footloose movie, and also is in Hot Rod, which is one of my favorite movies. Wow. But it's the, have you, you've seen Hot Rod, Andy Samberg? You haven't, <laughs> I need a minute, I Jamie. I need a minute. I got to take a break. I'm looking it up right now. Hot Rod. Yeah. Andy Samberg, uh, Germa. No, yeah, I've never seen it. Who's the other guy? Who's the little one? Not the little one. Who's the shorter guy in in The Lonely Island? Uh, There's Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Jerma Tacone, he yeah. plays Kevin Powell. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, and Bill Hader. Uh, and Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Who, what, one That's more. a stacked fucking cast list, dude. One more. What's his name? Danny McBride. Rico. Danny McBride. So funny. It's such a yeah. great movie. Oh, it's also got Will Arnett. Who plays like oh, the wow. D-bag boyfriend of Isla Fisher. That's a flavor. Dude, That's a reference dude, to the movie. Speaking of, speaking, of, speaking of famous people, uh, or at least like just cast members, I ran into Will, Will Ferrell yesterday. Really? Where? Yeah, dude, I, was, I, I got done shooting my podcast. And as I'm driving home, I'm sitting at a red light. And my roommate looks to me and he goes, is that Will Ferrell? And I, I sat there and I, I, I'm, like, I'm like, what did you just say? And I look to my left. And I just see Will Ferrell in a Tesla Model X just sit, symmetrical to me yeah. where I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Will fucking, sorry, freaking Ferrell <laughs> is directly next to me. And I just roll down my window. He has his windows already rolled down and he just looks at me and I go, I love you. <laughs> and then I drive away. And the problem is, is I was freaking out so much that I just... I look Will Ferrell straight in the eyes and we're probably five feet away from each other. And I just go, I love you. And then I immediately, as I say that I drive away, not realizing it's a red light. And I almost get in a car accident right in front of Will Ferrell. Oh my God. Yeah. What? That's my life. That's, That's my so life. crazy. Wait, so you, you live in LA, right? I do. I live in Tarzana. Okay, awesome. I live in Burbank. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right, like on the cr- the cusp of Encino. Yeah, that is so crazy. I wonder what he was I doing. Know. You think? Where do you think he was going home from, or do you think he was going out? I honestly, I don't know. Dude. What's Will Ferrell up to these days? He's being a multi multi millionaire. Yeah, this guys. I assume fucking... he's still like doing stuff. You know, Will I mean, Ferrell. He's Will freaking is... Ferrell. That is so funny. You just said, I love you, and then drove away through a red light. It wasn't even, I love you, though. It was, I love you. Like, it was, it was, it was like a whisper, as if, like, and he, and I will never forget this. Will Ferrell looks at me and goes, (laughs) (laughs) That's the most Will Ferrell thing. He just, he gives me the side smirk, like, he's looking straight on. He looks at me and goes, <laughs> and just nods his head with a little smirk. Oh, there's no, man. there's no words or anything. He's like, I know, I know you love me. Yeah, that is so great. I can't say I'd do anything different though in that situation. I mean, I, w- I wish I didn't run the red light and had a conversation with him. Yeah, but then I, it, it, it probably saved me from the, uh, the, the, the. He probably would have rolled his windows up. Honestly, yeah, that would have been pretty heartbreaking. You've got a brunette guy with a ginger beard telling you that he loves you. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm reenacting Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what's your favorite Will Ferrell movie? Is it Step Brothers? Step Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Step Brothers perfectly depicts my two friends that I, I live with. I live with five <laughs> people in total. Yeah. But um, 
two of my friends I grew up with, uh, their names Calvin and Pat, and they quite literally are the human embodied, like the real person embodiment of stepbrothers. Yeah. They're so stupid. They're so, like, <laughs> I would, they're, they're just like, uh, they have, they, like the, the argument, did, like, did you touch my drum set? Stuff like that yeah. is quite, I've heard them have identical arguments just like that in real life. And it's like, there's no way you're real. Like, there's no way you're real. And it's just, it's just, they, they both think they're smarter than each other. They both go at each other. And at the end of the day, they're arguing about like the dumbest things. And I'm like, you guys are both the same. I think my favorite Will Ferrell movie, definitely for me, I don't think, I know it's the other guys. That's a great movie as well. Underappreciated, I think. Underappreciated, but I genuinely, it, it's my, one of my dad and I's favorite movies. Like we can both just quote every line and it's just so funny to me like just gator needs his gat you punk ass bitch like just the fact that will ferrell plays this like uptight like forensic accountant and then he just happened to be a pimp in his past life and is married to eva mendez it's so it's such a great movie ron burgundy ron Um, burgundy yeah anchorman great movie (laughs) that's jamie's favorite jamie you can speak you can say it i don't want to always interrupt i'm trying to learn your opinion no anchorman is the best i actually have a great story about this because when it came out um i was i think it came out in 2004 yeah so i was what is it really that old yeah it came out the same i believe it came out the same year as mean girls i could be wrong what we're all looking it up right now wow Wow. Oh my really? God. Really? I was four years old. So I. I was four. So in 2004, I was in middle school and my. We went to see this movie as a family. Yeah. And my mom is sitting there and all of these jokes are happening and she's looking at me because I'm like 11 years old. <laughs> and she's like, oh man, I should not have brought you to this. <laughs> she was so upset at herself and she's like, I think we should leave. I was like, I'm here. We're yeah, watching it. We're staying. That's like a timeless movie. I didn't realize it was from 2004. That's crazy. I didn't even know. I'm looking this up too. Will Ferrell was in The Office. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Uh, D- Devante or something. No, it's, it's um, no, don't look it up. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. <laughs> I'm going to be angry if I didn't. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I know. I... No, okay, no, I need to get there. Okay, we can talk about it. Right, I'll tell you the last name. I'll tell you the last name. Okay. Vickers. D'Angelo Vickers. God, I'm so yes. mad. No, he was. A lot of people give him give him grief. Um, a lot of people give that that part of the office grief. Right. It was as good as of a transition as you could have got. Because if you yeah. just went straight into having Dwight or having Andy or someone else replace him, it would have felt weird. And I think that having those really weird five episodes with Will Ferrell as D'Angelo Vickers. I liked it. And when he's like has the headphones on and he's presenting at the Dundee, he's like, thank you, thank you everyone. Thanks for being here tonight. <laughs> and he's just like yelling into the microphone. I feel like that's me. When I do the podcast and I don't know what to say, I just start yelling into the microphone. Same. Yeah. Yelling's funny. You know, anytime you don't know what to say, you yeah, just I'm sure I'm, I mean, Kevin Hart's built a whole brand off of it. Yeah. He's built a whole brand off of yelling and also antagonizing The Rock. Yes. That's just like what Kevin Hart's known for. And it's so funny. <laughs> he, right. He's doing a great job. Just the way that he roasts The Rock in everything that he does. It's perfect. Because, <laughs> you know, Dwayne needs to be knocked down a few pegs. I love The oh, Rock. For sure. But I think that, you know, he needs the Kevin Hart in his life to keep him humble. 
The big man, small man dynamic works. Yeah, definitely. It's like it's like the rock owning like a, 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 a what's it called a Pomeranian. Yeah, yeah, it just works. I, I can see it. Nicole, you're all about that Mediterranean food, right? Of course. I actually made the most incredible chicken souvlaki for dinner last night. I made a little salad with tomatoes, cucumbers, onions. I sprinkled some feta on there, and I made a little wrap. It was so, so good. I have so much feta cheese in my fridge at all (laughs) times. Like Mediterranean food, Greek food specifically, is one of Julia's favorites. It's one of my favorite ways to cook and also favorite ways to eat. Now you can taste the Mediterranean at Whole Foods Market. Get those Mediterranean-inspired flavors and save on Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and ground lamb. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey. Go now and save on regionally inspired selections through March 19th. Dude, I love me some Whole Foods ground lamb. I was doing yeah, smash burgers the too. other day. A little harissa mayo on there. Lamb. Ooh, you can make kefteres. You make locanico. God, I want some lamb. You can find sales on animal welfare certified meat like boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, and more. Yeah, save on seafood too while ordering whole branzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. I got a branzini from there and let me tell you i stuffed it with parsley garlic lemon fresh oregano and it was absolutely branzini is plural it would be one branzino is that i'll show myself out yeah it actually is oh my gosh i had no (laughs) idea i've been calling it branzini slash branzino just like willy-nilly boom roasted just like my fish, huh? <laughs> and their wines from the sun-soaked Mediterranean start at just $8.99. That's $8.99 for some bomb, bomb wine. Sip from the vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy. I will, Nicole. Check out 365 by Whole Foods Market and stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and more. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Let's talk food. I'm a food guy. You like food? I've gone keto. I've been vegan. I've gone vegetarian. I've kind of done everything. Okay. I've always vegan for a minute. I wasn't good at it. I'll tell you what. Oh, really? I ate a lot of Oreos and a lot of Lay's potato chips. Oh, yeah. I mean, I here's the thing. I, I've i gone through weights, dude. I've been fat. I've been skinny. I've been medium build. I've, I've, I've been everything to yeah. the point where I kind of like understand my body and what it can and can't take. My body loves french fries. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love French fries. My body does. So it's like something where it's like, I, I, ah, I just started working out for the first time two days ago. Yeah. Like I haven't worked out ever in my entire life. I used to just diet. And like, all I would do is keto diet. I'd lose weight really quick. Like I'd lose like 45 pounds in two months. Yeah. Kind of just, you know, be able to like, you know, live off that for a little bit and then go back to, you know, my normal weight and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy. But no, my what's your favorite food? What do you like to eat? Oh god. I I have like one of the unhealthiest relationships with food because of my job. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of ramen. I'm I'm just going to tell you like my go-to's. Like if I'm going Please. out with my girlfriend and we want to eat food, we love ramen, we love Korean barbecue just because Korean barbecue in LA is unbeatable. Um, we love, I'm huge pasta fan, but I tend to make a lot more pasta. I feel like I don't really go to Italian restaurants as often. I like to make pasta. Uh, Shabu Shabu is really good. Um, trying to think of other things. I don't know. I love all kinds of food. You like how I taped over my water bottle so we didn't do free any, any free promo? That's huge, bro. That's huge. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> free clout for Crystal um, Geyser. <laughs> I just gave him free no, clout. <laughs> no, um, no I, I, we're very similar. My girlfriend grew up in Hawaii, so it's something where 
we uh we we do a lot of rice foods yeah. so it's kind of like she'll make homemade hawaiian like spamboza bees and yeah. okay and, and stuff like that and you know we love this uh the sushi place down the street called copan and they have this something yeah. called a golden tiger roll and we're yeah. obsessed with it and we go to copan probably like three times a week and it's nice. it's something that i can accredit my belly for yeah and um you know it's 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 great korean barbecue she's obsessed with though that's like that's i feel like every girl in la loves korean barbecue yeah yeah, Korean barbecue is so good. We actually one of the uh, one of my favorite Korean barbecue places. It's called Agassi, and it's in it's in Koreatown. Uh, the manager there apparently is a fan of the Mythical Kitchen, um, and so I was in there one time with my grandpa um, and my girlfriend, um, and the manager like recognized us, and so now we have like the hookup at this Korean barbecue place. I got my homie Alan. Alan is like a server there, and he's like the coolest dude. So anytime I want to go, I just hit up Alan. I'm like, hey, I want to come by. And he hooks it up because it's always got like a super huge weight. So that's my little uh, little humble brag for the Los Angeles Korean barbecue scene is that I know that's awesome. the manager is a fan of Mythical Kitchen at Agassi. I wish Koreatown was close to me. I know. That's the one hard part is that you got to drive a ways. Um, I'm a big sweets guy. I actually have this tattoo on my arm that's... can I? Sorry, I'm bending my arm weirdly. It's milk and cookies. Oh, wow. Yeah, but... Uh, so I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I have like this really good chocolate chip cookie recipe and it's just like one of those things that was like a comfort food for me to make. Like anytime I'm feeling down or I just want to lose myself in the dough. All right. So when you, when you make chocolate chip cookies, do you like them crispy or do you like them soft? I'm a, I lean soft, but I think there's a perfect way to bake a chocolate chip cookie that you can get it like fudgy and like soft in the middle. And you can have that like melty gooey inside, but also have an, a, like a satisfying crust on the outside so that it's not just falling apart. So do you like, do you like it right out of the oven or do you like it the next day when it's cold? Right out of the oven, right out of the oven. Oh, you're a cold enjoyer. So I'm the type of guy, I actually, I'm really funny by that. I enjoy food the next day. Yeah. I enjoy food, leftover food yeah. more than I actually enjoy it when I get it. So like cookies, if my girlfriend, my girlfriend loves making cookies, I'll put it in the fridge and yeah. like, I'll wait until that bitch is cold. <laughs> and then, and then, and then like, if I get pizza, I won't eat the pizza till the next day yeah. after his fridge. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold pizza is better than normal pizza. I, I agree. A wise man once said, if a pizza isn't good cold, then you shouldn't be eating it warm. Exactly. And no, I but like, I don't know. That. There's just something about next day pizza. I don't heat it up. I don't do any of that. I just take it out of the fridge and I eat it. Cookies for me, I... I would say it's less about the temperature for me and more about the texture because um, I do like good, but I like soft cookies that are cold. I, I really enjoy that. I don't mind it. Um, I just, I'm not a fan of like crunchy cookies. Like if I bite into a cookie mm. and then it feels like it crunches into my mouth and there's no soft in the middle, then I'm going to be very, very upset unless it's like an Oreo, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, Oreos are vegan. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I know. <laughs> I eat a lot of Oreos. That's crazy. What's your favorite varietal of Oreo? Oh, I had the red, I've had the red velvet Oreos. Those are so good. I'm not a huge red velvet fan. I'm a red velvet guy. I'm a German chocolate cake, red velvet guy. Mm -hmm. But I had a, I, my girlfriend's been doing this thing where she has a bunch of food sent to her. That's exotic. And I had a, a cinnamon bun Oreo. That is probably the best Oreo I've ever had. What? They're cinnamon, they're cinnamon bun Oreos. They're insane. Dude, you don't understand the, like, for me, a cinnamon roll. Oh, they sell them on Amazon now. 
What? Yeah, they sell the cinnamon bun Oreos on Amazon. So can you like send me the? <laughs> yes, I, I will. Oh my I'll send god, that sounds so Dude, good. They're, they're so good; it's insane. I um, this, there's something about cinnamon. I don't know. I love cinnamon things. Cinnamon rolls, one of my favorite things ever. But yeah, I, I'll I'll go to Cinnabon. I'll Postmates Cinnabon to my home, and I will get a normal Cinnabon, and then I will also get the small bite Cinnabons to have later. Right. <laughs> I like. I'll get both of them, but then. I usually just end up eating it all <laughs> right there, <laughs> playing video games. And I'm like, oh, there's Cinnabons right next to my desk. I think I want to eat them. And I have no self-control. Right. Do, you just, do you just have a fast metabolism or what is it? Yeah, I think part of it is I have a fast metabolism. And part of it is like, I don't eat. <laughs> if that makes sense. I This is going back to my unhealthy relationship with food. But like, I really struggle with eating food at home. Like, uh, I don't know what it is about cooking all day. Um, and maybe it's some of the like stress that I associate with my job that it's hard for me. Like, it's hard for me to go grocery shopping. Like, I find that when I go to the grocery store, it's like an undertaking because I, I hate know. it. I hate going to the grocery store. So I, and I don't like cooking for myself at home. It stresses me out to cook at home. So like a lot of the times I'll be cooking all day at work. We'll have like, I'll eat food at work. I'll eat whatever we make. I'll have snacks. And then I just go home and I don't eat. And it's pretty unhealthy. And like, I should eat more, but I just find that I don't get hungry sometimes. I understand that. I have a, I have something called body dysmorphia. So it's like, yeah. it's definitely something where it's like, I, uh, I don't understand sometimes what, what I'm doing to my body. Yeah. No, I, I get that one hundo. And I've gone through phases like where, I will eat a lot. I'll overeat where I'm just like all, I am constantly hungry and I'm overeating. And then I'll go through phases where I'll go an entire day without eating and not even feel hungry. Like I just don't ever have the desire to eat. And that's more like me. Yeah. Like I, I just won't eat. Like I, I kind of just like, I'll wake up one morning and I'll feel gross. And then I'm like, Oh, like, and I feel like that just stays in my head or something. Cause then I'm like, I'm in that hungry. And then I realize it's like 6 PM. I'm done with a full work day and I get home and I'm ready to lay on the couch and everyone's like, Oh, let's go to dinner. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. I don't know why. Food is weird, man. I feel like everybody has some sort of weird relationship with it in some way. And right. It's hard to figure it out, but you know, we're all doing our best. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that 100%. I, w I asked you, we started talking about food. I wanted to ask you why Thin Mints are your favorite Girl Scout cookie. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just grew up on only liking Thin Mints. I think, huh. honest to God, I grew up hating coconut and... A lot of the two favorites. I love coconut now. Like I'm obsessed right. with German chocolate cake. But I, I have always put candy, chocolate, and Girl Scout cookies in the freezer. Yeah. Okay. And I only like them in the freezer. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, everyone would always eat the Samoas. Yeah. And, and everyone would always eat the other things. And yeah. I would only eat the Thimits because no one else liked them but me and my family. So like I just grew accustomed to it. It's like a nostalgic thing for me now. And every time I see that, you know, this year Girl Scout cookies were online, they weren't going door to door anymore um, due to COVID, I think it yeah. was. So I quite literally, I'm in, you know, a, a, a great position now where I make a good amount of money yeah. and I, I'm very happy with the success I've been able to have. And that's why I bought a thousand dollars worth of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> I, uh, now, I, I don't think I'll ever eat them, but I do live with a bunch of uh, over 21-year-old adults who yeah. uh, partake in different type of things that may make them hungry yeah. later in the night. Yeah. And so I've, I've noticed that a lot of those boxes have gone. Nice. Gone away. See, you're just a thoughtful yeah. guy. 
You're just that's what I was thinking. I, I, it's not that I have a problem or anything. It's not like I thoroughly enjoy Girl Scout cookies. It's more of the lines of, you know, being the friend I am. I wanted to just look out for my friends and their munchies. Yeah, that's really big of you. That's really big. I know. We don't, we don't all wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not all heroes wear capes. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I had some friends that did the freezer Thin Mint thing. Um, and they really loved it, but I don't know. I could just never get behind Thin Mints that much. They're not bad. No, no, no. I don't know. I just love peanut butter and chocolate. Reese's is one of my favorite candies. So do you like sour candy more? There's a time and a place. I think for me, okay, let me explain it here. I need both. You know, my issues What is when I, I think, I think it comes down to like the body, body thing of mine. But whenever I ate chocolate, or anything kind of like cookie wise or something out of the, the gas station type of vibe. It made me feel gross. It made me feel like maybe it was the lactose intolerant. Maybe it's the, the, my body appearance that I had an issue with back in the day, yeah. but something with me is every time I ate it, I just felt bigger. Yeah. Like I felt like maybe it was the, the lactose intolerant part of it. Yeah. But when I ate sour candy, it was something where I felt good. Like I felt kind of like, um, keep on, I'm eating unhealthy. I'm, I'm not feeling good, but I, I definitely didn't feel like that way. Yeah. And plus now I'm just a fanatic for sour candy. There's a candy shop in Burbank. Um, that's like right next to the movie theater, the AMC, one of three AMCs in downtown Burbank, uh, that sells like those sour belt candies. And I swear I get them like before every movie I go see because they're just so good. Oh, I miss that. Every time, every time I go to a movie, I'm keto. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like when I plan my keto, cause I do ketos, like uh, the keto diet pretty regularly. Yeah. Um, and when I, when I start the keto diet, it's like three days in, I randomly go to the movies and it's like, I don't know, maybe it's like somehow it happens, but yeah. it just, it's, it's a sign that I shouldn't be doing it. I always have to snack when I'm at the movies. Um, right. I remember one time I, we had dinner and I think I just got like a diet Coke and that's it. I didn't get any popcorn. Do you, do you drink normal soda? No, I only drink you diet only Coke. You only do diet soda? Yeah. My man, my man, diet Coke and diet Dr. Pepper. Those are my, I drink those Bro, every single day. Normal soda is too syrupy. You t- it it tastes way too many. It overtakes. It's too many calories when you could be using that on fucking, can- sorry, on, on like like candy and Thank other stuff you. like that. And Thank I just that it, it tastes like a nice flavored sparkling water where like soda, it's overpowering. It makes you feel gross if you have too many yeah. of them and it's too syrupy. Yeah. And like, I don't care. There are so many things in the world that could give me cancer. Like aspartame isn't, a, it's, it's not something I'm going to worry about because you know what? There's, so much other stuff. There's fluoride in the water. They're turning the yeah. freaking frogs gay. And that yeah. little Alex Jones reference. Um, he's insane. Um, but like, there's so many things in the world that are bad for you. Why are we getting hung up on artificial sweeteners in diet soda? I once watched my friend eat 15,000 calories for a YouTube challenge. And then they had the audacity to look at me drinking a Diet Coke and being like, Diet Coke could kill you. I'm like, you look like a prime agent for diabetes from that. Oh God. That is so many calories. You know, we have diet pills and we have stuff to kind of like make your body like lose weight and burn calories yeah. without actually working. I feel like over time they're going to make food that is able to do replicate that same thing where like, you know, you eat a donut, but this donut is like genetically modified to, like when you eat that donut, you'll actually lose weight or it'll be good for you. Yeah. Like I feel like we're getting to that point in life where like they'll start making that type of food. Definitely. I feel like there's, they're probably already doing it. I feel like it's already almost a thing, you know? I mean, you've got all of these like diet companies that, and like different, like healthy, like a, a lot of people are, you know, going vegan, going vegetarian. A lot of people are being more health conscious. Um, and I feel like it's already a thing where people have, have spent so much time, like kind of workshopping ways to make 
healthy foods that are as close as possible to the junk food flavor. And I think we're just getting, you know, every day is another step in that direction. Because I mean, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, all of the like healthy food, whatever that was supposed to taste like junk food is all terrible. It was just awful garbage. It didn't taste sweet at all. But I feel like, you know, every day people are getting closer and closer to replicating that. I feel like one day there's going to be just like a, it's going to be like a brick. It's just going to be like a cube. And people are going to be like, this is your, this is your food cube. And you eat it. And then it's like all of your nutrition for the day. I don't know. I right. feel like we're heading towards that. We're just steamrolling. I'm down. You just I'm down for a food cube. Your single food cube. It's got all the nutrients, everything that you need, all the vitamins, and you just eat that one cube. And, and you choose a flavor, and it tastes exactly like that. Like, yeah. I want to, like, you want a Costco pizza flavored one? Yeah. Or if you want to, that's kind of cool. I'd be down with that. We're going to be, it's like some shit out of the Jetsons. We're just going to press a button on a machine. It's like mac and cheese, and then it's just a cube. And you pop it in your mouth and it tastes like mac and cheese. I'm down. That's the future I want to live in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, actually. That would like ruin my whole career. <laughs> that was the, <laughs> the future. We what? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That's like me. That's like me going, oh, I wish a robot could just do all the singing for us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Never mind. Scientists, stop right now. Okay, if you want to listen to the rest of Trevor Talks Too Much, uh, follow on anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, coolpodcastsicanfind.com. I don't know if that exists. That definitely exists. Yeah, you can listen <laughs> to the rest of the Alex Warren episode. I mean, mm-hmm. they go into so much more from like a skateboarding yeah, career. Yeah, it's kind of like, cute. Vlog. It's so cute. It's so cute. There's tons of other cute episodes out there. A personal fave of mine was the one with Brittany Broski. Oh, yeah. We we love Brittany Bro- Broski. Even though we got a, a bone to pick with her because she copied our video oh. drama alert. Oh, no. Just deal We're with kidding. that later, yeah, Dude, there's like four ideas left that haven't been made <laughs> on YouTube and everyone's making them as we speak. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, go follow... We're huge fans of Trevor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really an incredible podcast. You get a lot of perspectives that you're not getting from Nicole and I, mm-hmm. especially because we're old now. Nicole's 35. Oh my gosh, I just turned 29. Lame. Trevor talks too much on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Correct.